0: Welcome to the podcast of Word to Life, courtesy of The Catholic Channel on SiriusXM 129. For over a decade each week on SiriusXM, the Dominican friars of the province of St. Joseph have presented a sacred scripture and liturgy made simple for today's complicated world. If you want to listen to more of Word to Life, subscribe to SiriusXM and tune in on Fridays, 1 p.m. Eastern, to The Catholic Channel on SiriusXM 129.
1: The Catholic Channel Sirius XM 129 presents Word to Life, Sacred Scripture and Liturgy made simple for today's complicated world.
0: So each and every year we can find ourselves at the beginning of another Lent, and that being the fact that it is the season of penance, and we have ourselves finding that it is a time to renew and a time to have our lives be that of entering into the mystery of not only God's mercy, but also God's suffering. Because then, as we can always remember, Easter is 50 days, the season of that is, versus the season of Lent being 40 days, that the glory of the resurrection outsurpasses the suffering of this world. So, As we prepare next Wednesday to enter into Ash Wednesday in the beginning of the season of Lent, we still have time to, yes, celebrate indeed and maybe fill in or fill up on, shall I say, a few of our favorite things we may abstain from during the season of Lent, but to know that this opportunity awaits us now as a church and as individuals to ever grow closer to our Lord in His passion, death. And ultimately resurrection, and with that, let us pray the opening prayer for this Ash Wednesday. Even though we will go over, we will go over the Sunday readings. Um, let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that we may begin with holy fasting this campaign of Christian service, so that as we take up the battle against spiritual evils, we may be armed with the weapons of self restraint. to our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. It is Sirius XM 129, the Catholic Channel, wherever you may be joining us. I hope you're doing well. My name is Father John Devaney of the Dominican Friars of the Province of St. Joseph. Uh, We've had the good pleasure for the last uh, almost 13, really 13, going into our 14th year now, of having each week an opportunity to break open the upcoming Sunday Roman Catholic Mass readings here on the Catholic Channel. I give you our perspectives from uh, our charism of being known as the order of preachers in the church. Uh, also having uh, some great alumni, if you will, uh, who are in the Catholic Hall of Fame, like St. Thomas Aquinas and St. Catherine of Siena. Of course, our founder, St. Dominic. And um, what we are talking about this week, we will get to the uh, readings for this Sunday, but I want to take the first portion of the show to talk about the season of Lent. Uh, again, another Lent is upon us. Uh, and to think about uh, the meaning of of uh, lent and also to how we can enter it in more deeply and you know the more the christian life is as we go on year after year is to encounter christ more deeply to encounter and love more fully and to then go out and bring that love of God, and increase our love of neighbor, and to work on ourselves. So it's this continual opportunity, and, and each and every Lent should be um, something new, just like every season in the church should be something new. As we say, the faith is ever ancient, ever new. I believe it was St. Augustine who said that. So as we prepare for Lent, um, it's not also something, well, I started and then I failed, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But I do want to welcome into the studio here, uh, Brother Hyacinth Grubb. Uh, welcome back, Brother Hyacinth. Great to be here. So, Lent, uh, first and foremost, uh, this will be, uh, you know, of course, we talk from the metro area, uh, being based out in New York here, uh, but we've got all of North America listening uh, and wherever you may be listening. Um, but interestingly enough, uh, Brother Hyacinth, since, you know, we were talking about this coming down a little bit, uh, you haven't experienced it yet, but Ash Wednesday in New York City is uh, like everybody's catholic for about you know 15 minutes it seems like everybody wants ashes and we we're i was joking with you and some other priest had said this to me earlier why is it that uh the most popular day on the catholic calendar is a first and foremost not a day of holy obligation uh but secondly it's a day where we put ashes on your head and tell you that you're going to die <laughs> <laughs> so i i don't know what it is you know um but it must be you know maybe i'll, I'll speculate here that um, it's something deep, deep within us knows we're broken, knows we need God, you know, whether we're expressing it or living it or not.
1: Uh, something deep within us uh, already knows that we're all going to die. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's good to good to hear that in a context that gives consolation. Yeah.
0: So uh, regarding Lent, um, well, let me ask you this, because we mm-hmm. talk about this a lot on the show over the years. Uh, I think it's really important for Catholics to really get to know the liturgical rhythms, the liturgical seasons of the church. Um, And, of course, you might say, oh, the priest is wearing green, the priest is wearing red, the priest is wearing white at Mass, you know, because different days have different colors, different seasons have different colors. But I think when you kind of enter into the church's liturgical year, its calendar, its feasts, its fasts, its, um, you know, octaves, its uh, observances, it uh, really echoes, I think, into then the living of our daily life because we're connecting our calendar to something that is divine, uh, not just something that's practical.
1: Yeah, and there's a, a wonderful saying from uh, the book of Ecclesiastes, which we, we may not open very often, uh, but there's a time for everything. There is. There's a time to mourn and there's a time to rejoice. There's a time to laugh and a time to cry, a, a time to live and a time to die. There's a time for everything in this There's and all of these... Uh, these rhythms of the liturgical year give us a way to express that um, so that it becomes part of our faith. It's, it's a very real and very human way of looking at life, um, but also a very faithful one. So let's talk about the
0: technicalities of Lent. So first and foremost, there are two days of fasting on the Catholic calendar. Uh, If you want to share the details uh, and what that means exactly, I know you know it in your head. I'm putting them to the test here, folks, Uh, uh, for the audience, because sometimes it's not exactly clear.
1: It's true. There used to be a lot more, um, but they've been kind of reduced and uh, streamlined. So the two days of fasting are Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. And to fast means, well, it means to eat less, right? There's, there's a sense in which we, we can, we'll get into the technicalities in a moment, but if you're fasting, you should be hungry. <laughs>
0: and that's bottom line. That's mm-hmm.
1: the bottom line is, is uh, it's, it's a way to um, have a physical hunger, expressing our, our sort of spiritual hunger for the Lord, especially on those two days, Ash Wednesday, when uh, we look forward to starting the whole of Lent and Good Friday when we end Lent are our, our days when we hunger for God. And so we do that in a physical way too, and practically, what that means is, um, as as Catholics, to fast means to eat only one meal, and then uh, if you need, you can also have a snack throughout the day. So something smaller than than your than a full meal, um, you know, in the middle of the day at lunch. And this is always, uh, you know, this is always imprudence too. You know, if if you're pregnant, don't fast too much because you know you need to be healthy. And if, diabetic, yeah. If you're diabetic, if if you're a construction worker and you're working hard all day, you know, you, these, are, these are ways to, um, not that that means we don't have to fast, but ways in which uh, our fasting should take into account who we are and, and what our real duties are. And, and, and our religious fasting shouldn't stand in the way of us doing what, what, what God has given us to do in our daily lives. Um, at the same time, we shouldn't make excuses and we should really try to, try to fast, you know, be hungry throughout the day so that we can hunger for God.
0: And then also, too, um, uh, meat. So talk about meat, because a lot of people, that's unclear as well. That's the other big one. And talk about the, uh, if I may... It's a total test, folks. Uh, No, um, about actually the other days of the calendar year with meat as well. True,
1: true. So every day of fasting is a day of abstinence. Abstinence means a day when we don't eat meat too. So Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. And then actually every Friday throughout the church year is also a day of abstinence.
0: Hey, folks, guess what today is? That's right, Friday. Friday. (laughs) Don't eat a burger today. No, totally, yeah. (laughs) Although you can do a penance, but but continue, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, so this is a a way of every Friday is a kind of... um, Remembrance of Good Friday, just as every Sunday is a kind of remembrance of Easter Sunday. Every every weekend is like a little, you know, Good Friday, Easter Sunday, Um, and so we we abstain from meat as as a reminder to hunger in a different way, um, to uh, to give up that that meat in order to remind ourselves of the the meat of the Lord, right? Um, And so that means just to simply not eat meat. Now, outside of Lent, there is a uh, sort of clause in there we can replace our. Abstinence with a different penance, um, and so that is an option to that you can choose on your own. You know, say if you've already had a burger today, you can replace the abstinence uh, requirement today with a different penance, an extra prayer, an act of charity.
0: Maybe skip the three o'clock cup of coffee. Yeah.
1: Skip the you skip a cup of coffee. I'd rather yeah. skip the burger and get the three <laughs> o'clock cup, of co- and
0: I like burgers, believe me.
1: Yeah, yeah. but that's some, something to uh, to part to and to yeah. make a part of our our just weekly life as Catholics, a reminder that. Every Friday we abstain from meat, um, and that's a reminder that we are to be set apart as a, a people holy to the Lord. We'll yeah. get to that later today in the readings. but yeah,
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Now, the other thing, just to expand a little bit more why fasting and absence is so part and partial to Lent. Uh, first and foremost, I got to know uh, in the last few years an imam, right? Uh, you and I both do hospital work, and there's an imam we work with at the hospital. And I was talking about Ramadan, and I was learning more about the—that, the, the, you know, for Muslims, they're really—they don't have like a—they a, don't have a, a rich liturgical calendar because they don't really have liturgies. They have calls to prayer, calls to worship, you know, five times a day, many devout Muslims, pilgrimages, the Hajj, the five pillars of of Islamic life. Uh, however, though, but it's not like, you know, like Muslims don't go to mass or, or you know, uh, the way you think it may be Jews observing uh, the Sabbath— uh, or us with the Catholic, the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. However, the Ramadan, it's obviously a month, it's a season. And we, I got to start talking to the imam about the fasting in uh, Ramadan. And of course, they're, allowed, they're not allowed to eat between sunrise and sunset. Uh, so you can eat in the morning, you know, when you get up, if it's still dark. And then, but this is interesting too, no water. Uh, throughout the whole day, and of course, you know we should stay hydrated. And and so, uh, what's kind of interesting is um, uh, what the Muslims will do is before they go to prayer in the evenings, as the sun is setting. Uh, I don't know if it's after sunset, right around sunset, and I don't know if it's it's before the prayer. I'm pretty sure that uh, they're allowed to have water, and I believe they're allowed to break the fast quite often with a little bit of um, like dates or oranges, just a little bit of sugar to so they get the hydration. But also if there's a little bit of a low glycemic index going or low glycemia going on, you know, hypoglycemia, not that they're like crashing their blood sugar through the floor and they're going to pass out, but it kind of perks you up for prayer. Now, interestingly enough, uh, fasting traditionally also, and modern medicine is either rediscovering this or they're they're promulgating it now. But fasting is actually quite good for your health, you know, and uh, there's a lot of medical benefits for fasting. A lot of people are also doing the the hot trend of uh, intermittent fasting, you know, eating only certain times a day. And um, they're losing a lot of weight too. So that being said, I remember there was a Lent where I tried to observe. Now I took water and coffee. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but because uh, coffee is medicine, everyone knows that. Uh, that's so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't put any sugar in, you know. Uh, but it is medicine. Uh, so people, people. Um, I uh, so I remember I fasted all day and I had some water. Maybe maybe I had some little coffee. But I remember having just like a little. I don't know what it was. I had like a... I was kind of... I was dragging by about four or five o'clock. And as friars, we pray near sunset as well. It's called Vespers, evening prayer. And I remember I had had a a very good day fasting. Because also, don't forget, since you're burning off all the sugars and everything else, your mind actually gets very clear during fasting. And medically, they've found that um, two things that work well with dementia patients and Alzheimer patients is fasting and blueberries, believe it or not. But the fasting helps clear the mind uh, with some of these dementia patients. They end up having very good days. Um, So the thing is, I had a little bit of candy right before prayer and of course i'd been drinking water so i had this little pickup and i realized oh my gosh the little bit of sugar whether it's a date or an orange or maybe a little piece of candy um it gives you that little sugar that little rush just before (laughs) prayers and then of course then you go into your meal um but the reason i bring this up is and you think about a whole month long of ramadan that's a hardcore fast right however though um fasting and Aquinas talks about this there's a big difference between ab- we talk about fasting and abstinence or you know abstinence and fasting but fasting is different from abstinence because fasting actually unites us to Christ's Passion, so abstinence we can do is like mortification. I'm not going to eat this. I'm not going to eat that during Lent. But fasting is much higher on the spiritual food chain, if you will, mm-hmm. because also too, what does fasting do? It cle- and Aquinas talks about this. It clears the mind. Okay, so there's a biochemical thing going on that you're you know clearing the mind because you're burning off these fats and sugars and all these other things. But also too then, a great line too, is that fasting dilates the soul. So since you've got a clear mind, and you, of course in our day and age of processed foods, didn't like, blah, 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 um, all of a sudden with fasting now, you're allowing yourself to in, have this clear mind and then raise yourself faster in prayer. No pun intended there. Um, so even though abstinence is good and we can have abstinence during Lent, I'm abstaining from alcohol for Lent, uh, but the fasting, yeah. So, some people might want to think about, you know, it's okay. Yes, we have Ash Wednesday and we have Good Friday for fasting, but if you want to do the same thing on other days during Lent or every Wednesday and Friday during Lent, um, that's fine. That's very, and it's encouraged. Yeah.
1: There's a uh, there's a wonderful quote I was reading really sim- recently from uh, Saint Augustine talking about how. Um, Lent is well, so he, uh, Lent is really a season of, of desire in a lot of ways. It's a way to grow in, in our desire for God, and He has this wonderful metaphor uh, about um, a container, a wineskin. That uh, if we know that we have this great treasure that we're going to be given, right? You know, this great wine is going to be given to us. What we want to do is before we get it, is we want to stretch our wineskins so that can get us, so we can get as much as we can, um, and, and not always do we want to stretch out these wineskins to to make them larger, we want to clean them out right if they're full of sour wine as he says then you can't put honey in there right so we need to stretch our souls and clean them out um and get them ready for easter in that way and that's that's what this is about you know abstinence fasting these are um very good and very uh So the tradition has given them to us as very effective ways of of stretching our soul so that we are ready to receive the graces of Easter, of cleaning out our soul, of of scrubbing out all that sour wine and um, scrubbing our souls nice and clean so that when we get to Easter, we are ready to receive all the graces that we can.
0: And white as the lily, you know? White as the lily. It's Sirius XM 129 on the Catholic Channel if you just join us. uh, The Dominican Friars here, Father John, Brother Heisen. We're talking about getting ready for Lent. We're going to talk about the Sunday readings uh, in just the next two portions of the show. But we wanted to dedicate uh, the first chunk of the show today to getting ready for Lent because next Wednesday is Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday is not a holy day of, of obligation, but it is a great way to start, obviously, the Lenten season. to go have ashes imposed upon you. Um, and then also talking about that it is a day of fasting in the Catholic Church along with Good Friday. And again, the regulations and the ages and all those things. Uh, and also Fridays, uh, we abstain from eating meat uh, during Lent. That's a, that's a thing. No, there's no trade-off during Lent. You still have to To abstain from meat during Lent. I mean, Fridays, yeah.
1: And outside of Lent every Friday is still a day of abstinence. yes, Or some other penance. That or some teased. other penance. Yeah. So
0: that's that's where yeah. if you had the pepperoni pizza, then yeah, maybe pray an extra deck of the rosary. Yeah. Um, but that being said, also, Brother Heisen, too, just, you know, before we get to break, the one or two other things I want to mention about the season of Lent, as you talk, it's the scrubbing of the soul, the stretching it out, uh, with your reference to St. Augustine there, um, is also the three great pillars of Lent, to prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. So it's an opportunity to, to atone for our sins, make up for things, so think about maybe, hey, I'm going to take the price of a meal every week, and I'm going to put it aside, and then at the end of Lent, I'm going to make a donation. Now, technically, Lent ends on Holy Saturday, you know, uh, in in the morning. But interestingly enough, and we'll get to this as we get closer, um, the Easter, what we call the the Triduum, which is Holy Thursday services, Good Friday, or Holy Thursday night Mass, the Mass of the Lord's Supper, where the Eucharist was. Uh, uh, started, you know, at the Last Supper. And then, of course, Good Friday is a service. There's no Mass. And then there's the Easter Vigil, and then, of course, Easter Sunday. And and we'll talk about the Triduum because that's even a season unto itself in the Catholic Church. However, though, <clears throat> um, Lent... In addition to the alms giving, the fasting, the time for prayer. So many, many uh, parishes have the great observance on Friday evenings with stations of the cross. So think of other ways. How can I pray differently during Lent? How can I uh do more, how can I enter more deeply in daily reflections, rosaries, holy hours. And of course too, we'll be talking about this through all Lent. We talk about it every Lent for the last three, four years now uh, the role of mercy and the role of confession. Uh, last year we devoted every broadcast to confession um, and talking about that during Lent along with the readings. So uh, the other thing too, just as we had the opening prayer for Ash Wednesday, uh, grant our Lord that we may begin this holy fa- uh, begin with holy fasting this campaign of Christian service so that we can take up battle against spiritual evils and we may be armed with the weapons of self-restraint. So really, uh, deny thyself, pick up thy cross, follow me daily. You know, or as our Lord also said, uh, some demons can only be driven out with prayer and fasting. So really, the opportunity for us, both individually and as a church, is to harness this great opportunity and power of Lent uh, for for the good of our own souls, first and foremost, the good of the world, the good of our neighbor. And of course, as always, uh, to fight the devil and also to give glory to God. So really, it's it's a great opportunity of renewal.
1: And that, uh, that collect is wonderfully... Um... Well, military in a lot of ways. This is a, this yeah. is a campaign. Right? It is. Think yeah. of the great campaigns of World War II that you you read about. This sure, is, the it, Battle of the Bulge, or the whatever Battle of the Bulge, are. or whatever. This you know, Lent is Lent is the Battle of the Bulge. Right? Yeah, yeah, against it's, the Bulge because
0: uh, the Bulge came now during Fat Tuesday. You know, exactly. yeah, 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 Well, that's <laughs> so. There, no,
1: it is it is a campaign to uh, to take up those weapons of. of um, Christian holiness. and so, will. To,
0: and you to, won't regret it. Uh, and you'll enter mm-hmm. deeper into the season. Yeah. So, and of course, we'll be talking about that. But again, that coming up to have a great Lent and, and to pray for one another, mm-hmm. that, that our neighbors, our friends, our families, our parishes uh, can have good Lents as well. So listen, we're going to go to break. at Sirius XM 129, the Catholic Channel. Again, the Dominican Friars here with Word to Life. We're going to come back and talk about this Sunday's readings for February 23rd, 2020. I hope you stick with us. Thank you for listening to the podcast of Word to Life with the Dominican Friars of the Province of St. Joseph, courtesy of the Catholic Channel on SiriusXM 129. If you want to hear the full show every week, subscribe to SiriusXM and tune in on Fridays, 1 p.m. Eastern, to the Catholic Channel on SiriusXM 129.